The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Uh, once again, we would like to thank everybody for taking their time and joining us. Uh, our first episode released la- or earlier this week, and we had fantastic response from you guys. We really, really greatly appreciate you all taking time out of your day to, to join us and to interact with us. Once again, please give us a follow at More underscore Noble on Twitter, um, the More You Noble Sports Podcast on Facebook. We really, really appreciate all the comments and everything else. Uh, really looking forward to a fantastic holiday weekend. HFF, as we started off, happy freaking Friday. Glad to hear Glad to see you all. Uh, with that being said, first off, I'd really, really, really like to give a shout-out to David Owenbiddle for our opening. It's fantastic. He took what we had and made it 400,000 times better. Uh, thanks again, man. You're awesome. We really, really appreciate that. Let's get going into our cards talk, right? As we turn the calendar over to July, as we turn the as we turn the calendar over to July first, hey, we're hot, we're hot, right? Since our podcast started, I say it's not a coincidence that the Cardinals are three and zero. Yeah, three and zero, and three good starts, two wins for people not named Adam Wainwright, which hadn't happened the whole month. And if you remember uh, episode one, I told you we got a guy, and for at least one day. Four innings. We had a guy. Wade LeBlanc stopped the bleeding. Somebody other than Wayno stopped the, the madness and got us on a winning streak that we needed. Obviously, my goodness, uh, we end June 10 and 17. Not good, but my goodness, you could be the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks and be 3 and 24. Or we could be 7 and 17 like we just were. 10 and 17 sounds a lot better. Sounds a lot better. Sounds a lot better. Now the question is obviously, can anybody catch the Brewers who just decimated the Cubs this week? Uh, the Cubs seem to be in a free fall, potentially maybe where we were heading. Let's hope as we meet them next week. Um, Caleb, let's talk a little bit about this Cards Diamondback series. Again, Wade LeBlanc comes out in game one. We got strong bullpen from, from Gant, and then obviously the usual suspects came out. Yeah, I enjoyed the offense this series because and usually we have one guy going. If we are lucky enough to win three games, it's that guy for all three games. It's been Nolan a lot. It's been Goldie at times, and I guess Miami was Goldie. But this series... Game one, it's a low-scoring game for most of it. Carlson hits an RBI triple, scores Sosa. Then Carlson comes back up, RBI single up the middle, just didn't try to do too much and try to hit a home run. And he hits up the middle, and it kind of gets a rally going in that inning. We end up, it ends up being an, it was a 7-1 game, and it looked like it was going to be a 2-1 game. It was one of those games just a blowout that doesn't feel like a blowout. And so it's good to see him stepping up there in the leadoff spot. And then you go to game two, Nolan just carried us the whole game. Obviously, it's that home run off the foul pole, gets the energy in the stadium for the first time in the game, and then makes a crazy defensive play, and then they end up winning. Carlos had a good start. And Which we needed. We, we needed had, we had talked about Carlos. It. He yeah. needed it bad. Yep. I mean, they said that before the game, Shilty talked to him and Maddox and said, basically said, this is your chance. Either you're in the rotation or you're not. And he spoke after, Martinez spoke after the game and said that it was an eye-opener. And that I guess he thought he was above that. And I'm glad to see that he kind of, maybe now that he realizes that the spot's not just going to be given to him, that he's going to go out there and just be more focused. He said it was his best focus of the year, which honestly frustrates me more than it makes me happy because it's like if he focuses, then that's what he can do. So why is he not focusing every game? Well, as Yachty has said in the past, he has excellent stuff. Everybody knows it but him. Yeah. So we know, we know like what's there. It's almost like it's a defense there. mechanism of him 
knowing that if he goes out there and tries his hardest and fails, it's worse than if he goes out there and can say, I wasn't focused or I didn't have command or whatever it is. Then yesterday we get a good start from KK. Uh, yeah, really good start. And and the offense came alive. Well, Goldie and Tyler O'Neill, our top four, if you look at our top four in the series, Carlson does a game one, Nolan does a game two, and then you got O'Neill and Goldie, both were three for four with two doubles. And that would be good to see. Actually, Goldie was three for five. Hit all five balls over 105 miles per hour. So yep. that's obviously good to see. And nice to see Tommy Edmund get some hits this series. Yeah, so we really talked about series. him struggling a he little bit. He had a good bit. series left-handed, which is huge. because Yeah, a lot of talk out there about maybe he should give up the switch hitting and go to a full-time right-handed role. Uh, I don't know if that will ever happen, but think, I've seen that out on Twitter quite a bit. I think his value as a left-handed hitter. And you, it's also different when you have a guy who's, I'm assuming, been switch hitting for a long time. If you have him going out there and trying to hit righty-righty, he hasn't seen that. So I think that's kind of... I don't think it's one of those things that if he were to make a switch, which I'm not saying he will, it would be mid-season. It would be something that would have to be done off-season. I don't think so either. Obviously, had the same issues he's had for a long time where he can only hit lefties. He'll figure it out. Nice to see Yachty with some big hits, too. Um, Everybody knows this lineup needs Yachty to extend it. And, you know, Yachty is Yachty, and it's nice to see. They moved him down to the sixth hole yesterday, which I like. Which, yes. But I don't know how they do that now with... Um, Carpenter's not going to be playing. Right. Bader's back. So. Yeah, Carpenter Carpenter with a rough series and is, is a bad that he had. Um, but again, he's not a starter. He's a guy off the bench, so we can go for there. Either way, hey, we said three days ago we need to sweep this series. We did. We did. They, they did. They took care of business. No matter. I don't care who it is. I don't care whatever. As we witnessed in the Tigers and the Pirates series, when you go out there between the lines, anything can happen. Yeah. And uh, really good to see them take, hey, happy flight. Right, happy flight. I'm sure they had a fantastic dinner at John Elway Steakhouse last night. Um, maybe they made Carlos pick up the tab. Who knows? Since they sent Lars back down. Uh, all right, headed as we head into Colorado four game series with with uh, the Rockies. Uh, one big piece of news, obviously, is Harrison Bader back in the lineup tonight. Uh, I think I, again, we've all we've all seen the Harrison Bader. We we know that the talent is there. We know that the effort is there. We know that all of that is there. It's it's Kenny put together, and the first half before he got injured. He was putting it together. He looked good. He had a lot of base hits up the middle, base hits the other way, and he hit, what do you have, three or four bombs in a very limited amount of playing time. And also, you, I mean, he's a guy, say what you want about him, you know he wants to be out there every day. I mean, you see him when they were walking off, he, he's injured, but he's still out there celebrating with them. So he's been itching for this. Also, his first home run he ever hit was in Colorado. So maybe he has some magic there. But right. I mean, I think he's, I mean, he's going to be hitting eighth, I'm assuming, and playing center field. We know what he does in center field. Good to have him back. We're in the biggest outfield in baseball. Most triples given up every year. And you and put our outfield with O'Neill, Bader, and Carlson out there. I'll take our chances. It's a good outfield. Right. And, yeah, so uh, it's good to have him back. Even if he's not going to be a, the offensive guy that some other guys were, there were some guys out there that weren't as good defensively as him and performing just about as good, well, offensively as he does on his worst days. So. Uh, we know we know Colorado's not as strong as – they're not a very good baseball team. However, uh, they are 28-16 and 16 at home. We, uh, from past experience, going into Coors Field, some of the craziest games we've ever seen uh, have happened in Coors Field, and there is no lead safe enough in that ballpark. So this offense is going to have to keep it rolling against Colorado's lower-tier pitching, and we're going to have to hit. They have some talent on their pitching staff. It's, it's, I mean, obviously look at the ERAs are impl- inflated because they pitch at Colorado every day, every other day. But, I mean, Wainwright in Game 1 can hopefully set the tone for the series. I mean, that's the hope, give him confidence. I mean, that could be four straight if he goes out there and does what he's been doing. The key for him is just keep the curveball down. If he's leaving it up and people are sitting on it, it's going to go a long way in course. So, keep, I mean, get, keep the ball on the ground. I think he's probably going to work more with the sinker today. 
prayer balls don't move as much in Colorado because of the altitude. And if they stay up, they're going to they're gonna go a long way. So yep. I don't know if Trevor Story's playing today. I know he's been hurt a lot. My guess is he's in that lineup with think, Nolan back. I would think he'll be in it. But he has been banged up a little bit, so we'll see. He is the one true guy. Obviously, they've had some good good at stuff with Hanson, and some of those guys have been pretty good this year. But he's the one guy in that lineup you just can't let beat you. And he is, I mean, he's Trevor Story for a reason. I mean, Charlie Blackman, obviously. I mean, he, no one would be shocked if he hits five home runs in a four-game set. Right. Right. So uh, the the one bugaboo for the Cardinals pitching staff, even though we got three three uh, wins this week, again are the walks. Um, twenty bases loaded walks so far this season. I believe the MLB record is twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, we have twenty, and we're it's July first. These are things that continuously continue to happen, and if they happen in Coors Field, it's only a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's and Coors Field honestly a walk with bases loaded is not even as bad as the potential, but. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, Wayno, we trust him not to do that tonight. Obviously, he could where things happen, but, I mean, the thing that's so eye-opening to me is it seems like they have bases loaded five times a game. Right. So the 20 walks looks like a lot, but I'm sure their average isn't as high as some of the other teams. It's pretty high. It's I pretty mean, high. I like, mean, of how many times they walk people when bases are loaded. Right. Because bases are loaded all the time because of the walks leading up to it. The frustrating part is watching sometimes our pitchers' mannerisms you see on the mound, if they don't get a call, and, and obviously, look, we can talk about umpires later. Many people who are listening to this know how I feel about umpires. It's a tough job. I completely understand it. But for some reason, these umpires, uh, it's it's bad right now it's in Major League Baseball. Year, it's yeah. bad right it's now in Major like League Baseball. It's almost like they're begging MLB to get the robot umpires. But it, does, it really does feel that way. It also feels like with the Cardinals, if they miss, if they miss by an inch, or even if they don't get a call that they should get, and that's happened quite a bit uh, as well, you can almost see the heads drop. You can see, oh, here we go again. And then it sure feels like it snowballs. So hopefully tonight we get Wayno to come out. Look, it just seems like every time we're saying Wayno, Wayno, Wayno. And at, there's a reason he's a Cardinal legend. This guy has performed at the highest level for us every time we need him. Uh, so would anybody be shocked if he goes out and goes seven and gives up three or less runs? I'd be shocked I sure if wouldn't. he didn't. Right. And right. give credit to Ron Helsley yesterday. Comes out, obviously doesn't have his stuff. I mean, he didn't have any control of his fastball. Walks the first guy in after their bases are loaded when he comes in, but finds a way to get out of it. That's the, that's the thing we've been talking about the whole year, is these guys just do not find a way to limit it. He found a way to limit it, got us back, what was it, 7-4. to four. It could have easily been a tie game, or a gapper would have blown that thing completely open. Reyes picks up his 20th save yesterday when everybody thought he wasn't going to come in. Great to see him throw two innings on Tuesday, then come back on Wednesday. Uh, he didn't look like he had his... High velocity stuff yesterday, but boy, he can pitch. Yeah, Mike Schultz said that he said that he told Reyes before the, before the game he wasn't going to pitch, and Reyes said, "I feel good. If you need me to go two innings, I will go two innings." That's I love. And him. he said he didn't even say anything when the save opportunity came in. He looked down in the bullpen in the eighth inning, and he was throwing. Yeah, he was like, "Well, I guess we're going to bring him in." I mean, that's the kind of guy. Unfortunately for the Cardinals, June. If the Cardinals have a five hundred June, this guy might have twenty five, twenty six saves. And I mean, he is. He is putting up incredible numbers. Again, we talked last time. I do believe that you could actually say his role could be almost like a, an opener and a closer. You could almost open him on day one and close him on day three if you needed to. Whatever whatever they decide with him, his value on this team is maybe as high as anybody. Obviously, the hope is they could find some help, and maybe they found something here. I mean, you look at it, Wayno, you trust to do well. Oviedo is either going to be great or he's going to be rocky. LeBlanc, he throws strikes. 
That's and, and you could see the tempo game one. The tempo in game one was awesome. You could see the intro. He got the ball. He threw it. There was no walking around. There was no three and one. I mean, there were three and one counts. Not a lot. He came at hitters all around the strike zone, and that's. It comes after the game. He said he learned way too late in his career that if he's going to be successful with the stuff he has, he has to throw strikes. Yep. Because you can get guys obviously that throw eighty five. I mean, ninety two mile per hour sliders. People will chase it. But if I, no one's going to chase Wade LeBlanc's pitches, he has to stay down in the zone. That's going to be a big key in Game 3 because if he's leaving that 88-mile-per-hour sinker up, it could be a long day. But, yeah, I mean, it was a great series for us to win because Lord knows they needed it. It wasn't a gimme. It felt like it should have been, but it was not after Pittsburgh, Yep. which felt like it should have been. And the offense, a lot of bright spots, not many strikeouts this series. A lot of two – I mean, all of our RBIs just stayed with two outs. So that's huge. And not many strikeouts. Tyler O'Neill two-strike approach seems to be coming into play. Tyler talked yesterday afterwards. I think he was with Jim Hayes. And uh, they were asking him. He was player of the game yesterday. And they were asking him about uh, his approach and everything else. And he said, so, like, lately he just felt a tick off. He said everything feels good at the plate. Timing was just a tick off. He was out in front popping and popping up. a lot of things up. And he said he really got to working to staying on the ball and really trying to drive the ball and hit the ball lower. And yesterday we saw those line drives. With a guy with his kind of power and speed, line drives are going to go out of the ballpark a lot of times, and that guy can change the game. And you saw his gapper yesterday. I mean, his double yesterday. I think it was the second one. He just lines a ball in the basically in the center field, not even a right center ish. Guy cuts it off. He's on second, standing up because he's top five in sprint speed in baseball. So when you got a guy with power and speed like he does, I mean, it's a special combination. If you get balls in the gap. I mean, he looked for some triples this week if he's hitting gaps because... Oh, in Colorado, field, absolutely. He can fly, and he's and, aggressive. And it's just nice to have... We, we've said that we see it even last episode. Um, we really need... You know, there were a lot of ifs coming in. One of those big ifs was Tyler O'Neill, and right now he is a huge part of this lineup. And when we roll, it seems like he's right in the yeah. middle of it. Uh, good luck to the Cardinals this week in Colorado this weekend. Fourth of July weekend's always fun. I can only imagine that in Colorado it's going to be a really good time. And we have to, to talk about Nolan's return to Colorado. I, I absolutely Looking forward I was, to seeing what that brings tonight. Yeah, just getting ready to get there. Uh, obviously, Nolan come, going back to Colorado. I'm sure that all he's in all the emotions right now. A place where he spent his entire career until this year. Had so much success uh, as far as especially personal success I mean, and everything. You can argue he's the best player to ever come through that organization. Him, Larry Walker, and Todd Helton are the three, and it's not even... I mean, obviously, everyone loves Tulo. The longevity wasn't there. But those three, I mean, they're top three in everything you look at. The Blake Street Bombers with uh, Vinny Castillo Vinny Castillo's Dante Bichette and Andres Galarraga and Eric Young. Those teams were fantastic, but no one might... Other, outside of Larry Walker and Todd Helton. And even, there's an argument to be said, he's better than, than Todd Helton. Yeah. I think as far as that goes. I mean, goes. he's the only player ever to open up a career. Eight straight gold gloves. I think four of them were platinum. I mean, he's incredible. It I mean, is. I, 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 hope, I hope that the Colorado fans aren't mad. He wanted to leave, and they understand why. And give him a good ovation, because I think he deserves it from those fans. He gave them everything. We know if he were coming back to St. Louis, he'd get a standing ovation. I don't see that being any different in Colorado. I don't either. But it, it is just interesting when you have a guy who everyone loves so much that leaves and goes to, obviously, St. Louis, wanted to go there. It's been well documented that he wanted to go there while being in Colorado, playing there. I don't know what their reception is going to be. I'm assuming there will be some people not too happy with him. But overall, I would think that they would appreciate what he did for them uh, to the playoffs. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. MVP candidate every year. I mean, the, the one thing that's interesting to me, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Most of you will probably agree. I told you I have a lot of good opinions. Some of you might not agree with those. Hey, he, there's a guy in Colorado that he's best friends with. 
who would look awfully good in the in a, in a Cardinal Union, and his name's Trevor Story. We know he's getting traded. Um, a lot of talk about some multiple teams. He and Nolan are close. Evidently, they talk almost every day. And you've got to think that Nolan's saying, you should see this place we call Bush Stadium. It's unlike anything else. Boy, oh boy. Hey, this is not a shot at Paul DeYoung. I'm just saying Trevor Story in this lineup. Woo! Yeah, I don't know if that's an issue we need to address right now. <laughs> But it would be nice. We can't outscore him every game. And maybe we can. Maybe we can. Maybe we can. All right. Anyway, pretty excited about seeing all of that uh, fired up. Listen, before we get into our all-star spectacular here with our all-star picks, obviously the voting just started. So for those of you... Oh, just ended. I apologize. The voting just ended. Like 10 minutes. That's what I meant. The voting just ended. Uh, Hopefully you guys, you got on MLB and and you did your voting. We have our rosters that we're going to go through. We have our starting lineups. We have everything that you need to know. Um, but first, but first, as we approach All Star Weekend coming up here in next weekend, one of my favorite weeks uh, ever in in the summer, especially. But we got to talk about the futures game. Big time shout out to Nolan Gorman and Matthew Libertor who will be representing St. Louis in that game um, last night. Libertor was absolutely incredible. And if you look at the games, he has games where you'll be like, okay, what was his ERA for the day? And it's not really important because when you see a guy who faces 18 batters and strikes out 14 of them, I don't think I really care if someone pops a homer off him. Eight innings, six Ks yesterday, and they, they finished the first game, which was a makeup from a rainout. So he played a doubleheader. A lot of times for pitchers, that's a long day, especially yes. the guy who has to throw that second game. He comes in, and uh, he just continues. Again, his ERA, people will look at that ERA, and like you said, oh, it's around four. Who, who cares? No, who cares? He is... He is the re- he looks like the real deal, and I am really really excited. And I think it's almost perfect for the Cardinals to have his starts line up with Martinez every day, because that's the pressure that Carlos has on him if he doesn't perform. It's an easy move, right? I don't know if they make the move, but it's still there, and he probably knows it. So well, if you guys don't, if you guys get a chance, watch the the futures game. Uh, obviously, if you if you pay attention to Major League Baseball, you probably do. But most of those stars that are right there, the Acunas and those guys, all played in that game, and it is a fun game. Uh, it's really really cool to see to see two Cardinals in that. But also, uh, shout out to Jake Berger from CBC, White Sox third baseman, who will be in that game. Um, and then obviously Shane Baz. Look, I'm sorry, Pirates fans. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you traded for Chris Archer, and not only did you give up Glass now, and you gave up. Austin Meadows, but you gave up Shane Bass, who, if you haven't paid attention, Scott throws 100 miles per hour. He's incredible. And is absolutely dominating at the AAA level. Not to to mention the Rays also have Chris Archer right now. (laughs) I mean, that's one of those. There are bad trades, and then there's that trade. I mean, that Rays front office does something different. They they pulled one out on us, too. Tune in to watch him, but also, if you haven't paid attention, tune in to watch Jason Dominguez, right? The 18-year-old from the Yankees. 17. He just turned 18, okay. so he will be 18 in the prospects game. Um, this kid, the, the comps are outrageous and they're impossible. Mickey Mantle, Mike Trout, that, uh, those, comps, those comps are impossible. However, this kid is must-see baseball, and I hope and I pray that we see him in the majors here soon and that he stays healthy and that he does stay on the trajectory that everyone in baseball feels like he's headed. I also hope they don't rush him. He's, he's so young, I mean... I don't think any pressure is going to get to him because that pressure is already on him. It's probably been on him his whole life. He's 18, and he looks like LeBron when he was 18. I know He looks 25 years it's, old. It's like if you don't look at his face, you wouldn't be able to tell he's 18, but his face, he looks yeah. very much 18 years right. old. Yeah. But he's going to be a stud. I don't know about Mickey Mantle yet. That's one of the comps. I agree. I understand switch hitting Yankees outfielder with everything. But, I mean, he's going to be a stud. I hope he – he's playing the Futures game, you said? He is in the Futures okay, game. Okay, well, I hope to see him pop a home run or two. That'd be yeah. Cool. So. Yep. So, and in Colorado – that's going to be fun. Yeah. That's going to be really fun. All right. All right. 
Uh, like I said, tune into that. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week about the Home Run Derby, and we'll talk to you about some other stuff next week uh, moving into All-Star Weekend. But I just want to go ahead and give those guys some props for the uh, upcoming Futures game. All right. We promised you our All-Star Spectacular. All right. We want to bring you our All-Star Spectacular. Okay? Now, listen. We know in the past, as a Major League Baseball fan myself, there are many times guys get votes because of names. Right? We know that they end up in all-star games, sometimes because of names not necessarily production. Usually, however, I looked at the fan vote. This year they did a pretty good job with who they put on there. We went through and we created each of us a 34-man roster. Um, I know that the majority of time the all-stars have 12 pitchers. I only put 10 on each of my roster. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I really went through stats. I didn't look at names. We do obviously follow the pattern of one person for every team. And with that being said, Caleb's going to go through his AL starting lineup. Before I do that, there's also, I do want to say, you want to see some of the All-Stars that might not be performing. Like if Mike Trout was struggling this year, you'd like to see him still in the All-Star game. Absolutely. The All-Star game is for the Stars. There's no doubt him and Bryce Harper are Stars. I want to see them in the All-Star game every year. And and we know that also, like, Trout, Buxton, Glasnow, uh, even Shane Bieber's probably not going to pitch in the All-Star game. I left those guys off my roster. I do have Shane Bieber on my roster. Right, and I I would have. on the 10-day. Yep. They might be back before it. And there was no time. That I know the Indians have said, maybe I, I'm assuming, the Indians are in a pennant race. I'm assuming they're going to want to shut him down until after the All-Star break. But that has not been reported. I left those four guys off. Obviously, I mean, Byron Buxton was having an All-Star Glass season. Glass now was a Cy Young. Glass now was a Mike Trout's Mike Correct, Trout. right. And he needs to be in every game ever. Yes. So, okay, with that being said, let's go through our, all, our, our AL line, our AL starters. Okay, my starting lineup. I got Cedric Mullins leading off playing center field. He's having an incredible year. Batting, he's... Had multiple five hit games this year. Just hit a homer the other night, batting over three hundred. Three twenty three with a nine forty six OPS. He's been incredible. Just the shock of the year. Right. I mean, obviously, when Adley Rushman comes up, the Orioles are going to have a good, a little, good Ryan Mountcastle as well. Yep. And then I got Otani lead uh, batting second in DHing. I don't have him starting this game, especially after yesterday. I would assume he's not going to start. He's not going to pitch. I would. Um, well, that shocked. would be cool to see if he would start and hit in the same game. But I there's another guy that I think deserves to start the game. I got Vladdy Jr. batting third and playing first base. Uh, I don't know what else you can say about that guy. He's leading in almost every offensive category in all of baseball, not just the American League. How about a 1.13 OPS? I mean, and how about a slugging of 685? And over a 400 OBP, batting 340. He's incredible. I got Aaron Judge batting fourth and playing right field. Um, he's Aaron Judge. He plays Gold Glove level defense. And can- it's just one of the, one of the most... I mean, when he's right, he's the most dominant hitter in baseball. Very bizarre move by Aaron Boone to not have him in that lineup last night. They're terrified of injuries. Yeah, I guess, but... And I don't get it. Wow. Because if you're going to sit your guys, they might as well be injured. So I would just play them. Yeah. They get hurt, they get hurt. In a game that was on national TV with Otani pitching all eyes on. a must-win game. And you don't have Judge in your lineup. he came into the series saying it was a must-win series... Well, they got to win the night. A lot of questions. A lot of... Well, it's rained out. Today's game was rained out. So they lost the series. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rafael Devers batting fifth playing third base for me. I yeah I mean he's having just an incredible year. Not the best defensive player, but I mean his slugging percentage and his numbers of balls he hits hard are just eye popping. And about a month ago they came out and, and there was a report that he was struggling with the fastball. And I think I just saw that since then his fastball rate is absolutely yeah. insane. I think the problem it's almost like they pissed that he was him off. Struggling with it, I think the problem was they weren't throwing it. Right, right. Um, then I got Teoscar Hernandez batting six in left field. He's having he's been out for a couple years. I mean for a couple years for a couple months. So when you look at his power numbers, they're not incredible because he has 11 homers. But if he would have been healthy the whole year, I mean, he'd probably have close to 20. Batting 300, uh, he's been incredible. I got Xander Bogarts starting shortstop, batting 7th. He's the most underrated player in baseball, in my opinion. 
just the, probably the best hitting shortstop other than Fernando Tatis in baseball. Not the greatest fielder, but, I mean, I'll take him on my all-star team. Marcus Simeon batting eighth, playing second base. He's having a incredible year. Just went yard again. <laughs> Number he's 20 today, game, leading off the game. 20 bombs. He's on pace at 40 as a second baseman. I think that's all-star game worthy. Salvador Perez is catching for me and batting ninth. And then... Um, Carlos Rodon starting for me. All right, all right. I love it. Yours was almost – your players were eight out of the nine for me. Uh, exactly the same. The only difference I had is I just had Guerrero in the two slot and Otani in the three. And you can change that however you want. I know Otani leads off, so it probably makes more sense to have Otani in that two slot. Uh, the only difference that we really honestly had there was I have Adolis Garcia starting in left field. Uh, obviously, former Cardinal. We traded him for some cash, I guess, and maybe some Chick-fil-A sauce packets. I'm not sure what we were doing there. However, what a year he's having. 20 home runs, 55 RBIs, slugging 541. He's, uh, yeah, he's great been year. incredible. Just his average is a little low. Great year. I know people don't care about average. 275, not terrible. Not terrible. I still care about it a little bit. Teoscar right. plays good defense. He had a good... Honestly, a little bit of it for me was I want to see Teoscar get rewarded a little bit for what he did last year. Yeah. Not being able to be in an all-star game. Would not have a problem with Teoscar Hernandez in that starting lineup by any stretch. I just think the story of Adoles Garcia is fantastic, and baseball needs those kind of stories. Uh, My only difference was I obviously have Carlos Rodon on my team. I went with Kyle Gibson as my starter, uh, a guy who has just been a guy in the major leagues. He's always been okay. He's been solid. He hasn't been great. We're talking about a guy who's 6-0 with a 1.01 whip. Um and a two ERA. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but he's been fantastic for the Rangers, and I'm sure tops on those trade targets here in the next month. I mean, he'd look good in the Carl uniform. He sure but would. Carlos Rodon, I, mean, I went with him. He had the no-hitter. Got DFA'd by the White Sox. Said he won the one with him, went back. Great story. I'd love to see him get rewarded for what he's done. No problem with that either. No problem with that either. All right. Uh, as we go to the National League, I'm going to go through my National League starters, and then you can right. tell me what you've got that's any different. Um, one of the most exciting players in baseball I've got leading off, Ronald Acuna in center field. I know he plays right field every day, but obviously uh, with the All-Star game, hey, his athleticism could play center field it every is. day. You're talking about a guy with a 986 um, OPS, hit another home run last night. I think that gives him 22. Uh, a guy that is just nothing but fun to watch. Yeah. And, and man, oh man, I loved him. 16 stolen bases, almost 20-20 at the break. Uh, hitting second, one of the best stories, also one of the funniest dudes on baseball, Jesse Winker. I absolutely have become a Jesse Winker fan. I cannot stand the Cincinnati Reds, but boy, he is. He, I like him a lot. And what a year he's put together. He's been incredible. I mean, you're talking about a guy, I mean, single-handedly beat the Cardinals. Three bombs, <laughs> right. eight RBIs. He's incredible. Yeah, 19 home runs, 48 RBIs. I mean, that's... Betting over 330 yeah. now still. Uh, yes, he's 324 right now. Yeah, so 324. 324. Uh, batting third, must-see TV every night, Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, we're talking about a guy who's slugging 662 uh, with a 1.076 OPS. Hit another home run last night. Uh, again, unbelievable. Must-see TV. Uh, we offered him 600000 He signed for 700000 so what we did then was we turned around and we uh, signed a Cuban shortstop who is no longer with the team. That really hurts. 100000 bucks, and maybe Fernando Tatis is our shortstop right now. Woo! That one hurts a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Adolis Garcia in, le- in the outfield and Tatis in short. I think there's 29 teams kicking themselves for not getting him $5 million. Correct, but he did only have three offers, and we were one of those. Yeah. Well, so, But again, I love him. Congrats, congratulations. Congratulations. At least, we didn't assign, right. at least we didn't get him and trade him. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. So shout out to Fernando Tatis. Batting fourth, the guy in St. Louis that everybody obviously has decided to hate just because of one action, even though he seems like maybe one of the classiest guys in the MLB, Nick Castellanos in right field. Uh, yeah. uh, St. Louis has made him their, their target. It's been Brandon Phillips in the past. Um, it's been Ni- Niger Morgan. It's been Ryan Braun. It's been Carlos Zambrano. Right? It's been a lot of guys from the Reds. We've always had an issue with the Reds. This year it's Nick Castellanos. And, uh, but what a year he's having. 100 hits. 
15 home runs, 50 RBIs, slug, or OPS 989. Yeah. Yeah, like two days ago, down two, seventh inning, grand slam, kicks off the offense. He just seemed to be a fire starter for him. So, I mean, I think he has no regrets about what he did. He started, they got to win. Another guy like Simeon who bet on himself. Mm-hmm. And took it, took it uh, maybe at a lower deal with the Reds, and it's paying off. He'll get paid. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Uh, batting fifth at first base, I got Max Muncy from the Dodgers. He is just an on-base percentage machine, 418 on OBP, uh, 973 OPS. This guy is fun to watch and, you know, to think he was cut and almost out of baseball, and here he is for the Dodgers, hitting the middle of that lineup, just having as much success as he is. It's a great story. He's awesome. Uh, batting sixth. The, the guy from, from uh, Indiana, well, I guess he's from Ohio, but played at Indiana University, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, 16 home runs in, what, the last 10 games or something like that. Uh, something ridiculous to that point. You have him DHing. I have him DHing. Oh, okay. Schwarber's my DH. Uh, I have him hitting six. Shout out to him and the Nationals. Another guy that would have really looked nice here in St. Louis. There's a lot of those. But again, the Nationals seems to be a good fit. It's Kevin Long. Uh, Kevin Long has, I mean, everybody seems left-handed hitters. Love Kevin Long. Back to Don Mattingly. Also, I think any hitter in baseball would love to hit in front of Trey Turner and um, Juan Soto. Turner just hit for the cycle for his third yeah. career on his birthday yesterday. He's incredible, too. Uh, batting seventh, or batting, sorry, yeah, batting seventh, Nolan Arenado at third base. Uh, I know right now, I was looking at it 20 minutes ago, well, 35 minutes ago, I apologize, before the voting ended, and he was leading all third basemen. Uh, let's said. hope. Let's hope that they'll announce it tonight. Let's hope that he gets that start. Going back to Colorado, also, having an he's incredible having a year. Over five hundred. His average is down from where it is, but when you move from cores anywhere, your average is going to drop a little bit. Big outfield, the ball drops a lot more. But to play in Bush Stadium, not a friendly hitters park, and do what he's done, he's been incredible. Yeah, and what a story to have and him. Obviously, go back. just going to win another Gold Glove because that's what he does. So uh, batting eighth again, we got we got stories galore here, guys. It's great to see Buster Posey back being Buster Posey. Um, one of those guys that obviously sat out last year with COVID, uh, had a couple rocky years the year bef- the years before, but what a year he's having. I've got him catching, hitting eighth, and then hitting ninth at second base. I've got Adam Frazier. Uh, what th- what a year he's having in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is awful. But, boy, they've got a few players. And Adam Frazier, I mean, we're talking about guys hitting 326. Uh, he's got an 860 OPS. He just does a little bit of everything. 98 second in the National League in hits. He just does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Second base not the strongest spot in the National League, I don't I think. I think so. Uh, I think we have a lot of really good second base. Good, but League. maybe not great. But I think Adam Frazier deserves that start. We'll see. He's in the mix, but we'll see what they do. Yeah, I, got, I have a couple differences in you. Most of them are lineups, but I have a couple guys that are in it that aren't in yours. I want to see Acuna and Tatis Jr. bat back-to-back in the All-Star game. That would be fun. So that's what I want. And then I want Winker Castellanos. I want to see the Reds back-to-back. They've kind of been together. That would be fun, too. The whole year. Then I go. Then I have Nolan batting fifth, playing third base. Once he gets some at-bats, more at-bats in mm-hmm. at Colorado. Then I obviously got Muncie at first. Justin Turner's my DH. He's kind of carried that Dodgers offense when Mookie and Belly were out for a while. Mookie hasn't been Mookie yet. So I kind of want to see him get the nod. He doesn't have many All-Star appearances anyway. And then I have second base, I have Jake Cronenworth, not a finalist, but I think he deserves it. Batting third on what you can argue is the best offense in baseball. Right. Uh, he's been incredible. And then Buster Posey's batting ninth, but, I mean, he obviously deserves it. He's been awesome. And then I have to assume our starting pitcher is the same. It's Superman, Jacob deGrom. I play the block. Yeah, sure, sure, sure you <laughs> yeah, do. Jacob sure DeGrom. you do. Hey, we got a guy, Wade LeBlanc. <laughs> Jacob deGrom, I mean, I, there's, there aren't, there are literally no adjectives to talk about this guy right now. Um, seven and two. 0.5, ERA, 0.5, whip, and then obviously 122 strikeouts in 78 innings as we enter into July. Uh, he's given up five runs. Must see TV. He's given up five runs on the year, and all of them have been off home runs. And I think he's driven in five. 
He drove it in six. Six. So there you go. There you go. Uh, a lot of those people who would argue against me for the Universal DH, which I would love to see, would say, well, Jacob DeGrom, six RBIs. All right. Uh, those are our starters. Hey, look, again, uh, on Twitter, find us on at more underscore noble. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. This is, these are fun arguments, man. I absolutely, our discussions, I love it. Uh, I love the lineup discussion as a former high school coach. I absolutely love making lineups. That's one of my favorite things to do. I love lists. I love all of that. We're going to go through our reserves uh, because I think – that this is also the fun part. One of my favorite things on All Star Night is the introductions. Yeah. When they come out and they're all dressed to, the, you know, and they're obviously this year we're going with those crappy uniforms. I really they, hope they. I change hope they that. change that too. Come on, hey, Manfred, let's do something of right. They do it when no one's going to be in a carnival uniform. Let's do something right and let's get them in the right uniform. It would be okay if it was a cool. One. I just don't understand the they're uniforms. They're garbage. At all. They're absolute garbage. They don't look like why is there? I've never seen an MLB jersey that's not full button down. No, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it it looks bad. It looks like a uh, like a twelve U. Baseball, just, like, no shot at 12 U baseball, by the way, we the, were there. I mean, ours weren't even, like, I'm wearing a jersey, we used to wear it better than that. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's change that, let's get that changed right now, nobody yeah. needs to see that garbage. You want them to come out on the home run derby and wear those? Fine. But we should be in our unis, yeah. I want to see Nolan in the in the home whites, yes. right? I want to see that, so let's, let's make sure we get that right. Uh, you want to go through your AL? My position players first? Yeah, just yeah, let's do position players first, and then we'll do pitchers all right. After that. So for my reserves, I got Nelson Cruz having a great year again. He's the only other DH I have on here, and he's been incredible. I've got Jonathan Scope. He I was does um I have two Tigers on here. He's been incredible. Um, I hope he gets. I mean, he could. You could argue he could start somewhere, but Jose Altuve, what a story! He's back. It wasn't the. It wasn't just the trash cans. So right. He's actually, really good at baseball. Matt Olson. I think he should have gotten more traction as being. I mean, Vladdy's been incredible, but I mean, he should have gotten more traction as being the second place vote for me. Mitch yeah, twenty home runs for Matt Olson. I mean, I mean in that in that place, uh, the A's. It, we don't get to watch them a lot. We're lucky because we have the MLB package. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people don't get a chance to watch Oakland. They're fun. Actually, I watch them more than most people because I'm up too late. They're, they're fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he's he's awesome. I mean, Matt Chapman's had a down year. He's kind of been like, okay, I'll take care for both of us until you figure it out. Mitch Hanniger is my representation from the Mariners. Seventeen bombs, big trade target. Maybe he'll get with um Nolan Arenado and become be, come to the Cardinals. Mike Zunino is my second catcher. I couldn't find anyone from the Rays other than Glass now that I wanted to put on. <laughs> so, um, Zunino's my guy. He has 17 bombs on the year. Uh, his average is down, but he's a catcher. Yeah, yeah, and he hit number 18 last night. Yeah, so he's 18 yeah. on the year. Yep. Um, he's a catcher, and he has 18 home runs. I think he deserves it. Bo Bichette, incredible year. We were talking about him earlier. 285 average, um, 15 bombs from shortstop. Incredible. Michael, Br- Michael Brantley has been really great this year. Not really had a... Um, he hasn't been talked about enough. Uh, he's three fifty five average. Is what he was coming into yesterday. I mean, he's been incredible. Adolis Garcia. Yep. Yeah. My starter. Um, yeah, he's awesome. But I couldn't put him. in. I don't know why I didn't put him in the starting lineup. No, I, you you made. I like good, Oscar Hernandez yeah, a lot. Made a I good argument. Rewarded for last year. Uh, Ramon Laureano, I have in there playing Gold Glove level defense, the best arm I've ever seen, maybe, and has like fifteen bombs on the year. And then I have Yuli Gurriel as my twentieth spot, just because I mean he's been incredible this year. Yeah, great, he's been great, really great, good. great. Uh, all right, for the most part, very, very much on pace. I got Zunino, Olsen, Altuve. I have Jose Ramirez in there uh, at third base. Fantastic year so far. Uh, 70 runs, or 70 hits, 80 hits, I apologize. 17 home runs, 49 RBIs. I have him there. Carlos Correa, I have him at short. Uh, again, it seems like he and Altuve are both back, That so that's a little different. Boba Shett, obviously, there. Nelson Cruz, I went, I went three DHs. J.D. Martinez. Is having a fantastic year in in Boston. Yeah, I think I missed on that one. Eighty seven hits, fifteen home runs, fifty one RBIs. 
He's hitting 302 in the middle of that lineup. Uh, again, we talked last time about the Red Sox being a surprise. He is a big part of that. And uh, what a great what a great way to turn his career around after he was DFA'd back in the day. Uh, really yeah. nice to see. I also added Jordan Alvarez simply because I just want to see him hit in Colorado. I would love to see him in the home run derby. Uh, obviously, he only has he, – he didn't play as much, but 13 home runs, 49 RBIs, but that almost 900 OPS – I just like to watch him swing the bat. Yeah, he's awesome. So that's why I that's why I added he, him a again. A lot of people think he's a top five hitter in baseball. Just compact. We saw him hit a home run live a couple of years ago when he was a rookie. He just has that swing. Like that swing is a home run derby winning swing. Right. He's effortless power. Big uh, man. So I think we were pretty close there. And again, uh, JD Martinez would be the only one that I against what you had. I think you, Jonathan Scope, uh, a member of the Bandits fantasy team, right? My fantasy team, loving. But I, I didn't go with him this time. Uh, I can see why you did. I just found some other hitters. I'm going to go through my pitchers, and then you can go through yours, oh and we'll get to the next league, all right? All right? I got 12 of them, by the way. You got 10. I have 10, right. Obviously, I have Gibson and Rodon. You had Rodon starting. I had Gibson starting. Lance Lynn, one of my all-time, one of my all-time favorites. I loved him when he was here. Uh, again, another great year, 7-3 and three with a 2.06 ERA, under a one whip, 90 strikeouts and 78 innings. Big fan. Just throws fastballs. Just, absolutely. Uh, Garrett Cole, potentially. I mean, we got to be talking about him maybe as Cy Young. We'll see if the if the spider tack is really a thing or if there's just, you know, he caught up with a hot offense in, in the Angels. We'll see. He's 8-4 right now uh, in Boston. Yeah, so we'll just see what's going on there. Sean Manaya, incredible month of June. Absolutely incredible. That Again, I'll say it again, guys. If you're not, watch the A's. They're, they're fun to watch every year. And they just know how to play I the game. I also have an A starter on my team. But so do I. Chris Bassett? Yep, that's so do I. I have. have them both. Uh, in fact, today, if you were watching, if you guys happened to watch uh, MLB Central, which is one of our favorite shows, you saw the uh, the pitch hand of the month with Sean Manaya and uh, from Roflow. And, and Chris Bassett tweeted out a big shout-out to Sean Manaya for that. So uh, they seem like they have a lot of fun in Oakland. Yeah, and right. let's just hope that they get a new stadium and they're not moved and out of there because to spend money. Oakland needs baseball out there. Yeah. Oakland needs baseball. Uh, I have Aaron Savali from the Indians. Again, Shane Bieber would have been in there as well. I just don't know what he looks like along with Tyler Glass now. Uh, my only Mariners representative is Kikuchi, who's pitching today against Toronto. Uh, last I saw, he was through three or four with only one run given up, which is a Simeon home run. Yeah. Uh, been re- really, really good. He, uh, 1.04 whip is, man, oh man, that's, 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 that's fantastic, yeah, right? That's, that's fantastic. Uh, my, my only Tigers, Casey Mize. Big Casey Mize fan from when he was in college at Auburn. Uh, really glad to see him doing well. I was well. hoping I was going to be the one that only had him. <laughs> and then my other starter is Jose Barrios, who pitches tonight at, at, or against the White Sox. For the Twins, seven and two, also a potential trade target. I've got to assume for a lot of people. Yeah, um, I, he has one year left on his contract after this year. I think he's probably one of yeah. those guys. And a guy with all the potential in the world. Absolutely, already a two-time All Star. I went with four closers. Uh, one of them blew up and got absolutely destroyed I think last you have night. Twelve starters. I think you have twelve pitchers. Oh, maybe I do. Because we have the same guys. On okay, the well, then maybe I went 12 pitchers. <laughs> so I apologize. Hey, I teach public speaking, not math. Everybody leave me alone. I'm missing something here. <laughs> Look, no one said my counting was good. I did have 12 pitchers. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, I have four closers. Again, Chapman got lit up last night, but he's been fantastic all year long. He's the role as Chapman. Uh, he looks a little tired, maybe. I don't know, a little issue with the walks lately. But again, he does this every year where he has a little hiccup. And then he's back to dominating. You also can't ignore the fact that he's not allowed to use sunscreen, rosin, or whatever he was using before. I know everyone was using something to get tag on the ball. 
He's not doesn't have any more. Probably not a fun at bat right now for anybody. Agreed. I don't want somebody throwing. They, they say it's like him, throwing a, a pool key or a pool ball at you. No, thank you. I'd rather him um, have more control and more yeah. spin rate than him hit me in the head. Uh, one of the great signings by the White Sox again, Liam Hendricks. I mean, what a year he's had. Twenty one saves, two point three eight ERA, and a point seven six WHIP. He just strikes guys he just, out. He just leaves the league and save every year. He doesn't yep. throw them. Uh, Matt Barnes also in Boston. We're talking about a guy 57 strikeouts in 34 innings, 18, 18 saves. And then my last one was my Indian, James Karinchek. Only because, man, oh, man, I like to see guys throw gas. He throws hard, well, 58 man. Ks and 33 innings pitch. I want to see him coming out of the bullpen in number 99. Let's get it rolling. Get Let's get it rolling. Coming out. Yep. I have one difference. Okay. Everything else is the same. All right. I went Rysel Iglesias over, um, over Karinchek. Just slightly. Iglesias is towards the top in saves and late. Karinchek had a rough... Month of May, he not did. a very good one. He did. Russell Iglesias, he has, uh, I think he might have a little bit of a higher ERA, but he's been a little bit more consistent throughout the year. I also just really like Russell Iglesias. So Agreed. Agreed. All right. Um, so good. Look, uh, Iglesias was in my finals. I just went with Karen Check because I loved. Like I said, I want to see him come out of that bullpen wearing ninety nine with the glasses on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, all right. You want to go through your National League uh, bats? Yeah, I got Trey Turner. He deserves to be there. It honestly sucks he can't start. Tatis has just been, I mean, he's just incredible. Adam Fraser, I agree with you. He deserves to be there. He's having a great season. Uh, I, 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 I wanted him to start, but I just think Cronenworth has been so good that I couldn't do it. Real Muto, he's one of the stars that I want in the All-Star game. Best catcher in baseball. Everyone knows it. And I just think he should be there. There hasn't, there was no one else. I mean, Hurts not putting Yachty in it, I understand. But there's no one else that I saw that I was above him enough to where I could justify not having the best catcher in baseball in the All-Star game. Ozzy Albies, he's been great. He's 5-for-5 five five last night, two bombs. He's, he's awesome. And this one I wanted to change. I accidentally put Manny Machado. I want Chris Bryant should be in the All-Star game. That was my cardinal bias coming in. <laughs> but Chris well, Bryant, St. Louis is boring, Chris according Bryant, to Chris Bryant. It can be. Chris Bryant's <laughs> having a great year. He's, his slaying percentage is just off the chain right now. He's, he's having a rough month of June, and he's kind of sliding as the team's sliding right now. But Does he end up on the uh, south side? Uh, they have a man named Yoel Mercado. I, I understand, now. but they've got a lot of injuries, and Bryant can play the outfield. I mean, I'm not. We'll see how they do to finish out the All Star break before we see if they're going to be trading people. Um, Bryce Harper, he needs to be there. I mean, if you want to see an All Star game without Bryce Harper, I don't know who you are. He's the most electric player in baseball. I get hated on all the time for my absolute man crush on Bryce Harper, and I will continue. He's awesome. It. I need him in every All Star game we have. Kyle Schwarber, he needs to be there. I mean. The run he's been on right now is something I've never seen before, and no one's ever seen before. He had 12 home runs in 10 games at one point. He put one in the third deck at Washington the other day. He hit one and he, effortlessly. And everyone's talking about how his batting average versus lefties was bad, and then Rich Hill throws him a hanging breaking ball, and he gets another one. Um, Tyler O'Neill, he needs to be there. He's having a great year. I mean, what's he have? He has 15 bombs. 30 of his 56 hits have been for extra bases. He has a bunch of stolen bases. He's going to win a gold glove probably again in left field. I think Tyler O'Neill deserves to be there. I was going to put Juan Soto in, but I just can't justify putting him in right now. Seven home runs, band 270. That's not better than what O'Neill's doing. Brandon Crawford, well, he's, had a, he's been a great story. 15 bombs on, 17 bombs on the year, sorry. From the shortstop positions, not very common, especially at this point in the season. Catal Marte, there were no Diamondbacks. I can't justify putting in. Correct. He hasn't played much. I don't know if he'll be back for the All-Star game, but he's batting 370 through his first 150 plate appearances. So yeah. from there, starting Marte as well. Another guy that just, I mean, they're on the same team, just rakes, doesn't get out very often, never never strikes out. So I have to I Marte as well there as my Marlins representation. Who, well, is your Rock, who is your Rockies representation? He's coming later. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, you're not done. I apologize. 
He's coming in the pictures. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, my only, you went with Real Muto, Will Smith. I went with Will Smith, the Fresh Prince. He's having a fantastic year. Uh, the Dodgers again, well represented for me. I went uh, one. The same feeling that you have about Bryce Harper as I do as well. I have about Freddie Freeman. I want him in the All Star game. Uh, I just love everything about Freddie Freeman. I want him there. Cronenworth is. I have him on my as a reserve. I didn't go with him as a starter. Turner Bryant, Trey Turner. I went with Trevor Story uh, simply because he might not. It's at home. He might not be there in a month. He again isn't having your normal Trevor Story type year, yeah. but it's Trevor Story. It sucked because I went with him over Brandon Crawford, who I think deserves it. Yeah. But I went with Trevor Story. Uh, my the one guy that I had that you didn't have. I went with Brian Reynolds. He's been great. Brian Reynolds has had an amazing year again. No one, and I mean even the people in Pittsburgh, no one pays attention to the Pirates, right? They are all the talk in Pittsburgh right now is Steelers, and what are the Penguins going to do to get back to the Cup next year? Yeah. That's it. No one cares about the Pirates. Uh, if you watch McAfee, he yells, "Sell the team, sell the team," and maybe he's on to something there. But Brian Reynolds this year, I mean, we're talking about a guy with eighty five, eighty five hits, thirteen home runs, forty four RBIs, and an OPS of nine twenty five. Nobody talks about him. Another, I mean, with he and Frazier, it's it's a shame they don't build around those two guys. It was Hammer, Sully, Marte for me, and Marte is just he's he's awesome. I went with Tyler O'Neill as well, uh, and and most of the other guys you had. I also left off Yachty. I love the Yachty story. If I knew that, I'll be honest. If I knew that Yachty was retiring at the end of this year, he would have been on my team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's I, that. I mean, no one it's trusts it. that that's going to right, happen. Right, right. So. I think Yachty's coming back next year, and I hey, let's do it. He seems like, exhausted. Let's do it. I mean. Right. Well, Kisner needs to play more. We can talk about that later. Yeah. But uh, other than that, Cattell Marte was my lone Diamondbacks representative. The only other one, in my opinion, would be uh, es- Escobar. Escobar. Um, it's, that, that's a tough decision there to make a decision, but we had to make one. So Cattell we Marte's there. another star that I'd like to see in the All-Star game. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. awesome. Also, real, yeah, just a solid player. All right. You want to go through your pitching staff? Yeah, I got Jacob DeGrom, obviously. He's starting for me. Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff, the Brewers duo that's just lighting it up right now. They... Don't seem to have bad starts. It's it's incredible to watch. Bueller and Bauer. I also got the Dodgers. The Dodgers too out there. They've been great. Um, you Darvish. He's out there. Um, Kevin Gosman, Brandon Rogers. I mean Trevor Rogers and Herman Marquez is my lone um, my lone Colorado Rocky. Then we go yeah, almost a no no oh no almost a no no the other night yeah. right. Then we go out and we got Craig Kimbrell deserves to be in it. I mean he's back to Craig Kimbrell. I mean. This is the best season I've seen at Craig Kimbrell since he was in Atlanta. Absolutely. I mean, he's just, he's not getting touched. Um, Mark Melanson, late in the league in saves. Alex Reyes and Josh Hader. I think I put one extra guy on there that I'm supposed to. <laughs> but I can't take off any of those guys. They've all been incredible. Um, Josh Hader, .5 ERA. What is that right, about? How, right. does, how does that happen? Right. He a gets guy, better every year. A guy who seems to have been bit by the home run ball has now limited it. And now no one, I mean, you He's a guy where you have to hit a home run off him because you're not going to put together three or four good at-bats against him. Craig Council was on a show I was watching either yesterday or the day before, and they asked him about Hater, and he said he's one of those guys that every year he just gets a little bit better at something. And I guess you know when, when you're that talented and then you get a little bit better mm-hmm. and you don't regress, he is he's added a change he is must-see year. baseball He's added also. a change-up this year, which gives him now three pitches to worry about. And Alex Reyes, I mean, just talk about him for a second. He's been incredible. Under a one ERA. 20 saves and 20 opportunities. Comes in the game I was there on Tuesday. Gets a ground ball right back to him. Turns it for a double play. Everyone on the stadium said, everyone on the team said they were yelling home. And he just trusted himself enough to get to. And, yeah, he's awesome. So, yep. I have to have him there. He deserves it. For uh, My only difference, and I'm not sure how you left him off, so I will call you to task on this one. Kevin Gosman. Mm. 
I said Kevin Gosman. Oh, I apologize. I missed that. Kevin Gosman. Uh, I don't have I don't have um, Burns. I have Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta. I mean, we're talking about guys seven to two with a two point one seven and a point eight seven WHIP. One hundred twenty two strikeouts and eighty seven innings. To me, deserves to be an all star. I went Zach Wheeler from the Phillies also, uh, and I, obviously I have Darvish. Um, Bueller, I don't really want to touch too much on Trevor Bauer right now because we've got a lot of stuff going on yeah. out there with Trevor Bauer that let's just hope everything, whatever happens, is what should happen, and we will just kind of leave it at that. Yeah, I don't really want to get into that. Um, I went with Matt, Mad Max, too. Obviously, uh, great year. There are. Too many it's guys hard in the National League, League especially. I 20 guys and only 12, honestly, only 12 hitters. I added one more reliever than you had. Uh, I went with Kenley Jansen from the Dodgers. five relievers? I have five relievers, yeah. Uh, I went with five relievers, Melanson, Hayter, Jansen, Kimbrell, and Reyes. Um, I think all five nails. I, you know, when you get – it's the, the hardest thing to me, if I were a main manager for the All-Star game, would be managing the pitching staff. The hitters, I don't – to me, you're going to get them in. Yeah. You're not going to get all 12 pitchers in. And it's – I mean, hey, to be fair, hand the ball to Jacob DeGrom and let him go seven. Right? But you're not going to do that. You're going to have pitchers, obviously, that will be pitching – We'll have a start right before the game. So they'll probably have some more guys coming correct. in. You'll have probably 15, if I had to guess, pitchers. Yeah, correct. And well, how do you leave Trevor Rogers off of it? No, he's on my list. I, I just didn't say him because you oh, did. Oh, okay. Let's he's say on my a list. He's 2.1 ERA. Yeah. He's been awesome. Bueller's on my list. Darvish is on my list. Like I said, those guys I, I had yeah. as well. So, hey, this was really fun to put together. Yeah. Uh, I lo- like I said, I love All-Star time. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And, uh... I'll, again, home run derby in Colorado. Really looking forward to that. We got four guys signed on right now. I really hope Joey Gallo signs on. Yeah, I. I really there, there are, like I said, He's there are a lot right of guys now. that I really, really want to see in there. Um, I get the Vladdy thing. I completely do. Uh, I'd love to see Judge in there. Uh, I know that he said he's not going to. Same it's a shame. Um, I understand the Vladdy and the Tatis. Uh, I'd love to see Max Muncy. I'd love to see Kyle Schwarber. Those guys who are, are just Guys who hit tanks. For me, it's going to be Shohei Otani who's going to win it, and that's the first pitcher ever to win a home run derby. Would also be really cool to see Nolan in there from yeah. the Cardinals. Now, I don't know I don't, if he'll do it. He had shoulder problems last yeah, year. I, I don't know. hope he doesn't do it. It would know. be cool to see if he's obviously knowing he's going to stay healthy. But his swing isn't a very left-heavy swing. And then so. it is fun to watch. I, 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 I'm still in the boat of Adolis Garcia. Would love to see. Yeah. That man's biceps aren't real, so I'd love to yeah, see him get in there. Be. I think okay. Just a couple more things we want to hit on today before we get out of here. Uh, tonight, Hawks Bucks game four, uh, Bucks game five. Sorry, yeah, five two two. Yeah, two Are two. Trey Young or Giannis back? Um, Giannis is doubtful. Which for those of you who watch the NBA, pretty much know that means he's out. Yeah, that ninety nine percent of the time. Trey Young still listed as questionable along with Capella. Capella got hit in the eye there late last uh, in the in game four. Questionable. We go back to Milwaukee tonight. If Giannis doesn't play, he's got to be Chris Middleton. I mean, Chris Middleton has been unbelievable no, in this I know series. This is maybe a bad thing to say, but if one of the Trey Young Rios doesn't play, I hope the other one doesn't. Right, and I hope they're both back I, healthy. For I want to see Ice Trey play tonight, so I'm hoping that that, that bone bruise is better, and I want to see him in that's there. Just, that sucks so bad for it, those two teams. It really does. It really does. These injuries, you know, I saw uh, somebody tweet out last night. Also, I don't think it was Kendrick Perkins, but it was somebody else that I follow on there. That at some point we can't blame the NBA for all these injuries. They're just fluke injuries. These things that are happening are just yeah, fluke injuries. I don't injuries. think the the short off season had anything to do with Trey Young stepping on the rest foot. Right. So hey, if you if you get a no card, well you got Cardinal game later tonight. I think at eight here, but you also have the Hawks and Bucks. Watch it, man. The, if you haven't watched the NBA playoffs this year, they are fun. They are a blast. There's no juggernauts in it. No, and there are the no LeBron. There's none of the. There's none of those guys. They're out. No Durant. Big four. No Curry. Uh, they're all out. So let, let's let go. Let's go. This is fun. This is great for the NBA, and even though their ratings probably suck. 
Um, however, last night, for those of you who didn't watch, and I watched the game last night at the ranch, um, the, the Suns, shout out, shout out to the Suns. So happy for them to win. Chris Paul, uh, he did not deserve what Patrick Beverly did to him at the no. end. Patrick Beverly being Patrick Beverly, uh, he just does some of the dumbest I mean, things. Chris, and you know, and, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter, why did Devin Booker not like go after Beverly? They know they because they're not. That's the correct. They, they won. That is correct. Let Patrick Beverly look like an idiot, and let Devin Booker look like the all star that he is. I saw this. I saw a uh, tweet that made me laugh, and Frank Kaminsky was right by. Was right by Chris Paul when it, he got shoved, and he just kind of like nudged Patrick Beverly, and he, they said, "I wouldn't let Frank Kaminsky have my back kind of bar fight." <laughs> like Kaminsky could have gone after it a little yeah, bit, but no, no need, one else. no need. Let but, let it look, let it look as I petty mean, as it was. I think Chris Paul has earned the respect of everyone in the league, and do something like that to a guy like Cam is kind of. A lot of, of people were upset that be, he was running his mouth with like three minutes left to the bench of the Clippers, but you know what? The Clippers have been running their mouth the and entire Chris, series. Chris Paul was so disrespected by that team. That has to be the most gratifying oh, win of all time. Yep, agree. For him to beat that team that never can get there. And to go out last night with 41 points, four rebounds, eight assists, three steals, zero turnovers. I mean, that's unbelievable. Jake, again, we talked about it last time. Jake Crowder now in back-to-back finals. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, uh, again, you just watch. He's everywhere. Wherever the ball is, he's around it. Hit some massive threes right when the Clippers seem to be coming back. Uh, he had 19 last night. Aiton was 16 and 17 boards. You're watching a star in the making there. And then, obviously, Devin Booker with 22, 7, and 4. Uh, the, the, this team is fun to watch, man. If you don't watch them... It seems them, to be and, that they have players that know when they need to be great. Like, Chris Paul knew he needed to drop 40 last night, so he did. And they have they have three guys on that team that can do that whenever they want. And like we said, when you have a Jay Crowder, that's, that's yeah, and the you guy. Have, and you have, the thing about them is they have three guys. Each of them, one of them is going to go off every game. And the other two just do exactly what they need to. Booker scores 20. See a twenty point guy, probably not. And you know that Michael Bridges will do all the dirty work. He's gonna play great defense. They underrated defensive team. Underrated defensive team. Cam Johnson out last night, which I thought could hurt their depth a little bit. But Dario Saric comes up with a couple big threes. Uh again, I'm really excited that the Suns are in the NBA finals. Yeah. Uh just a little in just a little NHL really quickly. Again, you know my I don't really pay much as much attention to the NHL as I should. Especially when the Blues are not playing, but the Lightning are up 2-0 on the Canadians. Uh, that has not been good for my FanDuel account, right? I've been betting the Canadians. However, we go back to Montreal. I be- no, is that right? We go back to Montreal? Yeah. So, the ones we're right. the so maybe, you know, maybe um, we can run that home dog there. Yeah, the light. I mean, the Lightning going for back-to-back championships. Pat Maroon's still there, so maybe he'll get three in a row. That'd be cool. But, yeah, I mean, there's, they're dominant. I mean, the Lightning, are, they might win another one next year. So we'll uh, I, I have no... I, again, I look at the odds on FanDuel. That's what I know about the yeah. NHL. Uh, and then last thing, we'd be remiss, College World Series last night. Kumar Rocker comes out for Vandy. That's um, all the talk, right? He's going to be a top-five pick in the draft. Yeah. We saw what Jack Leiter did in Game 1. Uh, Mississippi State rallies in Game 2 to win, to really put it to him a little bit. Unfortunately, Christian Little from CBC uh, on the on part of that you know receiving in there. But yesterday, hey, Hail State, baby. Hail State, right? We know that they are partying it up in Stark Vegas right now because they put it all over Kumar Rocker last night. Yeah. And uh, my goodness, Will Bednar and Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims probably going to be a top 10 pick as well. A one-hitter against Vandy. 15 strikeouts for Bednar. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable performance by them. Yeah, they're, they're going to be really good. The one I thing mean, they were really good. Right. Play, those players are going to be really good in the, in the MLB. But it's good to see they're always so close. The, yep. They always seem to be that one win away from getting into the finals. They haven't been in the finals in a while. 
and they were able to do it. And Logan Tanner with an absolute nuke too. I mean, those guys, and then that home run that the lefty hit. I mean, my goodness, they yeah. they they just put it on him last night. I mean, I'll do that against a guy who's gonna be a top five pick. Maybe lowered his draft stock below Jack Leiter and kind of separated it probably. I, yeah, yeah, it they was, might have just solidified Jack Lyers number one. It pick. was fun to watch. Uh, just a little bit about Mississippi State. Obviously, for me, my Mississippi State encounter when I was in freshman in college playing baseball at Illinois College, we drove down to Spring Hill College. I, I believe Alabama. Uh, I could be no, it was Alabama, right? And we pull up in our white vans, right? The white, the white minivans or whatever they are, the transport vans. We all like we have like twelve guys in each van. We pile out and we're staying at this nice hotel. And here in pulls Mississippi State baseball in this beautiful like bus with Mississippi State baseball written across it. They get off the bus. Every one of them look like they were adults. I mean, we're talking, they look like major leaguers to yeah. us. We're carrying all our gear off the bu- off the vans. Nobody's carrying their gear from Mississippi State. We saw the difference there. And then if you get a chance, watch the, uh, the, the doc on them with the Will Clark team. Will Clark, Rafael Palmero, Bobby Thigpen playing in the outfield and pitching, and then Jeff Brantley. What a team that was. Yeah. Um, so great, great stuff last night. College baseball's over. Uh, it's in good shape right now. Yeah. Anything you want to add before we get out of here? we got just a couple minutes. Uh, no, I don't really have anything to add. Okay, great. Hot take. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate yeah. that. Uh, listen, hey, once again, guys, we greatly, greatly appreciate you. Uh, again, one more time, shout out to David Olinville. We really appreciate him putting together our intro and our, and our uh, outro. He did a fantastic job with that, and we couldn't thank him enough. So thank you very much. Um, once again, at more underscore noble. Follow us on, on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us at the More You Noble Sports Podcast on Facebook. We would love to hear from you guys. Give us your feedback. What would you like to hear about? Um, what, what do you want to see? What are your thoughts on this All-Star game? We've got a week and a half before the All-Star game. Uh, we want to go ahead and get that to you now. Next week, um, we will probably will be recapping the Rocky series, previewing what do we have. We got the Cubs we the Giants and the and Giants. We got the Giants and then the Cubs. Yeah. So and, that's a big week next week. Yep. They got to so, take care of business this week. They gotta. They have to win three. A lot, lot of baseball to talk yeah. about, obviously. Um, we'll see what happens through this weekend. Here's what we can tell you. Have a fantastic, happy, safe 4th of July weekend. Take care of each other out there. We greatly appreciate all of you. Once again, at more underscore noble on Twitter. Follow us. But thanks you. Thanks again. Cheers. The more you noble. The more you noble. The more you noble. It's the more you noble.